0: the lyrics to the extended version of every 90s TV theme song? Can you recite the entire script to Wayne's World on command verbatim? Might you wax nostalgic about injuries sustained during backyard wrestling matches?
1: Have you pontificated at length over what beer goes best with Mario Kart? Do you philosophically dwell for inappropriate lengths
0: of time on phenomena like snowsuits, minor five chords, Rocky Four, baseball stats, wall-mounted pencil sharpeners, cinnamon toast crutch, Murray Wilson, seasons two through eight of the Simpsons, on villains. Then friends, lovers, palindromes, have we got The show for you. It's Calling BS with Brandon and Scott, your esoteric clerics for the fleet of mouth and mind. Brutally honest, meticulously obsessive, and painstakingly pragmatic. Check us out and BS, I love you.
1: Dueling genre. Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 3, one advice-giving minute at a time. I'm Scott Carelli. I'm Nick Jimenez and the news. And today, in our final week, we are going back to Minute 111, which starts with Clara handing Doc a package and ends with the doors of the train beginning to close. I just want to take a minute, and uh, when,
0: you, when you first... The first frame of this minute, everyone, mm-hmm. everyone in the Brown family is in top form. hmm. It's an uh, especially Einstein. Einstein looks faded. Yeah. Einstein looks like he just got up from a long cryo sleep. Yeah. Uh, Vern, it's hard. I, th- I think in this particular frame, Jules looks creepier than Vern. Because Jules is, still has that, like, kind of condescending, literally looking down on Marty and Jennifer thing going on.
1: hmm mm-hmm. And uh,
0: Doc looks Vern, like...
1: Vern, Vern, Vern yeah. looks like he's laughing at something happening off camera, but trying to not laugh. Like, he's, like, clamping his mouth shut. Oh,
0: that's true. He is hardcore reacting to something off camera. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if... Uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe someone tripped or maybe it was like his mom or dad or like his acting coach or maybe they're right. the same person. Uh, but yeah, he is. He, he is definitely uh, something made him some gave him the giggles. And Jules is unbroken.
1: Yeah, not even. Well, famous. I mean, Jules, I think Jules is just a professional. I think that's yeah. what's
0: happening. Yeah, here. that's what you get when you're Billy Crudup at age 10. Yeah, right. I don't even know if that checks out. Uh, but no one is more professional than Einstein. Yeah, no, I, I Einstein's uh, Einstein's just a just a solid. You know, mm-hmm. you, you you know, it's all about they say that great actors have chemistry with everyone mm-hmm. and it, it <laughs> just he already looks so at home in this uh, in this train. It's true. Do you notice uh, Doc's tie is uh, lopsided? Yes. It's that's putting it very generously.
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's tied in a bow on one side and then the other side, like the bow is undone, and just like I don't even know how to describe what's going on it's, with his tie. It, it's like he shoved one end
0: through the other end, yeah, and it it just looks like the first time he had ever worn a bow tie. And maybe it's like some like maybe that's like a that's a hilarious detail of like he wanted to look good for Marty. hmm. So he wanted to dress like time traveling Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> My God. But he's like, oh, I don't know how to do the time. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's one it's one of those things where once you see it, you can't unsee it in a very yeah.
1: subtle way.
0: Because you're just like, how did that happen?
1: Right. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, I don't, yeah. I mean, it doesn't even make any sense because like, why would there be two pieces on, un- like did, did somebody like cut one of the other side of his bow?
0: Yeah. It looks that, okay. So it looks like, you know, it kind of looks like an asteroid or a mm-hmm. comet. It looks like a comet and like the right bit is like the rock. But then uh-huh. the 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 left is the tail. It's, just, it's ah. like an explosion of fabric.
1: Yeah, I like that. Hmm, interesting. Uh, I do like that it's a polka dot tie, though. I think that's kind of cool. And I uh, I do really like the detail of the. Um, I don't know if that's a flower or, or a handkerchief in his pocket, but it's like a purple handkerchief to match Clara. Hmm, it's kind of it's nice. I li- I like that as a as a detail. I think it's good.
0: Yeah, it just um, God, There's just so there's so much going on. This is such a good minute. They're really yeah. they're really bringing it on home.
1: Yeah. So uh, so so Doc is like, oh, I I got your present. And Marty he like looks at Jennifer like he got me a present. Like, he got me a present. Yeah, he's he's we, so happy.
0: New new thought about. The new, new thought about um his thing is that hmm. do you think is it like an updated is that like a level two Clara badge? Oh, maybe like maybe level one was like their the, version of a wedding ring. <laughs> yeah. So like level one was like you get the boyfriend badge, but then hmm. now it's like you get the daddy badge because now you're the daddy.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Wait do, do do docs uh gloves have his initials on them? Hold on, hold on. Yeah, there's a really good shot of him waving. It looks or is that just like a just a, like a wacky steampunk design. It kind of looks like a wacky steampunk design, but just because no, it is EB. It is EB. It's but it's upside down. What? Because But Yeah, because it it reads for Doc, not for other people. But it definitely says EB in, like, a fancy cursive.
0: That's even weirder than the
1: tie bit. Yeah. It's, like... (laughs) He has his initials on his
0: gloves. Also, those are, like, Darth
1: Vader gloves.
0: (laughs) They are, like, full-on maroon. Like, he... This is the most... Hog like like
1: wizarding world he's ever looked. Uh huh.
0: Well, I Wasn't think it.
1: last week uh we we call it's a bit of a Willy Wonka look. Willy Wonka look.
0: Also, if like the first Doctor was dressing like the sixth Doctor. Uh huh.
1: It's not quite as loud as the sixth Doctor, but I see what you're. Well, it's yeah. actually it's it's a little eighth Doctor actually. That's very true. eighth Doctor.
0: Yeah, because we we were talking about how we, we mentioned that on the podcast style. Uh, the 8th Doctor always felt vaguely like Wellesian, as an H.G. Yeah. Wellesian. Right. Right. Um, anyway, I, I just pictured everyone kind of slowly reaching for the skip 10 seconds thing when we started talking about which Doctor Who guy. <laughs> yeah, about. well, fair. Um, stay on target. Stay on target. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, my God. Okay, I, we're, we're, we're not there yet, but... Um, Before I forget it, in case it doesn't come up again, uh, right before Doc's, like, uh, I don't know, I don't know what's the line, but hold on, I'm just going to listen to it real quick.
1: The the future hasn't written yet, hasn't been written yet. Stand back on on stand
0: back. Oh, Uh, at the end, okay. On on stand back. Einstein is full on yawning. (laughs) In a rare in a rare moment of unprofessionalism, he is just open mouth dog yawning.
1: Oh, well, he just woke up from a nap.
0: Yeah, was like, bye, Marty. Yeah, you're so, my yeah. third favorite, Marty.
1: <laughs> oh man, there were there uh, were well, Marty still hasn't taken still a shower are. yet. Bye, Marty still hasn't taken a shower yet. So that's very true. I don't think anyone wants to be near him. Least of all a dog.
0: Yeah, dogs
1: who um, have the most, <laughs> of, the most most sensitive smells, most sensitive noses. Uh, so, so Marty unwraps his present, and yeah, it, is, uh, it is
0: adorable. It is adorable how how excited he gets that he gets that he has a little present at the end of
1: it, yeah, the, that he got a little treat for doing the adventure so good. <laughs> and uh, he gets a framed copy of the photo um, that he and Doc took in in eighteen eighty five in front of the clock face, and mm-hmm. um it's a it's a beautiful uh, frame. It is a beautiful frame. It's a, it's a great picture. It's a really great gift. Uh, but I do have a question. I I uh, could you make copies of photos back then? Very good question, Scott. I have a theory about this. Okay.
0: Um. So the last time the audience and the Marty saw that photograph, it was uh, it was smoldering in a pile of charred metal and rubber and plastic that was our delorean
1: right uh, the, the marty half was completely gone burnt away
0: yeah it was just a, kind the dark of half of the photo In a like really foreboding kind of like almost prophetic like you
1: know, really oh but this. wait a second oh wait a second i i think i yeah okay the so this is what it practice? is okay uh, yeah, this is what it is. The photo that burned in the DeLorean was the photo that Marty took back with him. That was just Doc in the photo.
0: Oh, right.
1: Okay. Yeah, from 1955. This is the photo that they took that Doc Dean. obviously picked up from the... Dean, Dean from from whoever. Yeah, took, picked up from Dean Cundy's office. And framed it and are, is giving it to Marty. So this is a different yeah. photo. That's what uh, that's what's going on. Speaking of the Cundi,
0: uh, uh, you know, we can't leave here without talking about him again. Uh, I, uh, I'm i for research. Uh, uh-huh. My friend Hunter and I were watching uh, old Teals from the Crypt episodes. And we oh, yeah. Quite. OK, the Bob Zemeckis one is so great and fun and g- goriest thing he's ever done. But uh, Where are those? Are those
1: on like? Um...
0: No, he 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 bought them on DVD. I, I, I don't know if they're streaming. I oh. bet they're they have they're it's they're probably on YouTube or streaming or something. Don't well, you? they'd be they'd be on HBO Go at least, right? Because they're HBO. Oh, that There's is HBO cool. Show. cool. Yeah. But um, but yeah. during the opening credits, I was like, oh, I bet you anything, Dean Cundy shot this, and they were like, that, and then I was like, Kundy, and yeah, sure enough, director of photography. Nice, keeping it in the family. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's a beautiful, yeah. And, you know, one thing that I've said again and again on the show about what I love about Marty and Doc's relationship and, uh, you know, Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd's chemistry is on the page. This is a very, like, non-emotional, like, congenial, polite exchange, like, it's great doc thanks but Mm -hmm. like it's so professional but in their eyes and in just their their energy there's just so much love but i just i I just i really like how they never talk about it
1: (laughs) you know what i mean Uh uh-huh
0: like yeah no
1: i well i will say i am a little disappointed because like after he finds the he looks at the photo and he's like it's great and then they shake hands. Yeah, I like it's just, but it's such
0: like a firm because like they can't hug right now. It would be too weird. Like he's he's up
1: on a train and like he's really. But he short. can hop down. He can hop down and they can hug it out and then he can get back up on the train and go. I don't know. I don't. I don't know why Doc isn't wanting to get off of the train. I I find that strange. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I guess to me. How we, it, it's almost it almost plays as if they're like, well, we both have women, are alive, so good You know, we did it. Yeah, this was, that this is that it. only only like bro bro handshakes are only are the only thing that apply right now. Well, Marty, we um, did it. Yeah, <laughs> it's what all of it's, this is uh, uh, about. It's like a weird like and I and I and I, you know, pardon my my use of this this stupid phrase that idiots only use. But it's a it's a very much a sort of like no homo kind of move that I'm like not into for these two characters who love each other so much. Yeah, I, it's just so repressed. It's like a Jane Austen. Yeah. Novel. Yeah,
0: it's weird. I don't like it. I don't like it. Oh, I kind of uh, like I, it because I love Jane Austen. <laughs> like that shot and okay. that shot in Pride and Prejudice, where Darcy is like like flex like feeling his hand from where Elizabeth just held it like for a second. Ugh. chills mm-hmm. So in this scene <laughs> it, it, do, it it does kind of there is a sense of I'm, I'm you know I, I, I just thought I'm not trying to be that funny, but it, it kind of like Christopher Floyd is their guardian angel. Parentheses in the outfield, like he is kind of like looking down at them with on one knee, giving them sagely advice before like going back up to heaven. But uh I don't know. I kind of dig the handshake just because it is so like it's it's kind of like Kirk and Bones, you know. Like Kirk and Bones wouldn't like hug, but they would like grab each other's arms super hard and like lock eyes and be like, "God damn it, Jim."
1: yeah but that's not that's not doc and marty that's my problem is it feels yeah. out of character for yeah. these guys have they hugged before yes i'm not i mean I, I don't think i i don't think that they haven't i just can't remember them they they hugged after uh doc saved him from getting hung oh yeah they had a they, big old
0: dusty hug yeah they had well maybe oh well because they, they hadn't seen each other in a while maybe scott both of these guys, in some way, maybe even subconsciously, know that they've got an animated series coming not too long. From now. <laughs> They'll be seeing each other down the long and winding road. Oh, boy. It won't be
1: soon before too long. Yeah. Um, so after the handshake, Jennifer asks him about the, uh, ask Doc about the, uh the the facts that gets erased and yeah, she's little, like I don't understand literally literally what is sho- this shoving a why? blank piece
0: shoving a blank piece of paper into his face
1: yeah I know and, why paper and and why and, paper and, uh, In a paper's face and it's so funny because like Doc and Marty are both like oh Jennifer oh, like man,
0: <laughs> it's such a basic time travel question.
1: Yeah. You're not thinking
0: fourth dimensionally. Well, you're not thinking fourth dimensionally. <laughs> oh, oh, it would have been
1: great if if Marty had said, told Jennifer that he's not, that she's not Marty, thinking fourth dimensionally.
0: Jennifer, 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 you're not thinking <laughs> fourth dimensionally. <laughs> uh. and, then, and then Jennifer, like, punches him in the shoulder. Like,
1: <laughs> So then uh, Doc says this line, uh, the future hasn't been written yet. So, make it a good one, and no fate, but what we make well and and what it what it does, what that line does is it actually completes Doc's story arc because he goes from a guy who is like, "Don't touch anything, don't do anything, don't yeah. mess anything up to being like, uh, oh, do what you want, it's fine well, because like how how much i mean not to be
0: crass, I mean, they love each other very much, but how much more meddling in the timeline can you get than putting a baby in a woman that was supposed to be dead. Right. <laughs> two babies, years, two babies, 200 years before you were
1: born. And, and also you're supposed to be dead as well.
0: And it's the best thing
1: that ever happened to him. Right. right. So he's like, right? Oh, no, well, you're exactly right. You're exactly mm-hmm. right. So I mean, like, and that's, and that's what, that's how we come all the way back around to what this trilogy is, has is about and has been about all along and that is the power of love. Yeah, they told us right at the beginning. Yeah, this this is a series about the power of love. This is a series about uh about doc like w- learning to learning what love is and how love it can, like, change his views and change the future. Like, and, he and was dead without it. And, and then because of his love for Marty, he saved himself. Yeah, and and Marty's because, love because of him. his love for Clara, he has a family and all of these things that wouldn't exist if he was following his own rules. Yeah. And then Marty, on the other hand, you know, he learns – to love his parents and you know, George and Lorraine like actually fall in legitimate love. And so now their relationship is stronger and their family is stronger. And and Linda's lives are better. Yeah. Yeah. And so like everything, everything comes down. Like even, even um, Marty's uh, insistence on saving the timeline in part two, all of it comes from, him wanting to save his father which is again, you know, he loves his father and he wants to save him. Yeah. And so he needs to save the timeline. And and so, you know, like who knows what would have happened if they hadn't had that final straw of his of his dad, I mean, b- uh, being dead. I mean, we talked about it in part 2 mm-hmm. about how it it felt like a little bit a little much, but you know it was all sort of related ultimately, because yeah. you know if if George wasn't dead, like Lorraine wouldn't be married to Biff, and so like it was it's a whole a whole related thing. It's a whole web of time changing. but yeah, I mean, it all that's what it all comes down to. This entire series has just been about the power of love. And what's so crazy is I feel like
0: when a lot of people think about science fiction or science. It the the prevailing theme from a certain perspective, I'm not saying like I, I mean, I find I found lots of beauty and clarity and everything in science. But, uh, you know, a, a prevailing mindset seems to be that humans and their their feelings and their ooey gooey lovey hearts are utterly insignificant in the cold obelisk that is the wall of the universe, you know? Mm-hmm. And here's this trilogy that's saying no, time bends around you. Like, right. you, like, Clara and Doc love each other so much that time and space have to bend and break and rebuild around their relationship. Right. I uh, mean, like, freaking the, the, just the, the, the being of, uh, uh I almost called him Vinny and Jones. That would be a movie. <laughs> like the actor. Jules Vinnie and Vinnie. Vinny and
1: Jones. I'm a really big fan of the juggernaut specifically really- from X3 he- and Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. He's is- so good. And Lockstock and Two
0: Smoking Barrels. <laughs> Vinny and Jones. Jeez Louise. Uh, uh,
1: Vinny and Jones.
0: <laughs> but God. Uh, but yeah, but even just the fact that Jules and Vern exist is in 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 the most scientific way possible, kind of a miracle. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, a ra- I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, the two of them are going to become star children from 2001. Like they're, <laughs> you're going to like when like when they hit puberty, they're going to like ascend and become like like a Silver Surfer.
1: Well, uh, speaking of uh, of silver of surfer. Jules and and Vern um, yeah. during this speech. Where uh Doc is is telling them that the future is what you make it. Uh behind him, if you look at Vern during this bit. <laughs> As I am, yeah. Vern is pointing at his dick. He, he's like he's making like a come hither motion with his hand and then points at his dick. Um This has been it's one of those things where they obviously just didn't catch it in the edit, or they were hoping no one else would catch it because they'd be looking at Doc and not at Vern. Yeah, but how do you not – I think editors notice every
0: inch of the frame by
1: the yeah, end. Yeah, I mean, you would think so. Um so it's uh it's it's something weird because the problem is that like whenever it's brought up in like listicles, like things you didn't notice and back to the future, like sure, that sort did, of th- yeah did you know Vern did the come hither thing before pointing at his dick right yeah <laughs> so so well, <laughs> the thing about this this thing is like it's always played off as like what look at this gross kid like what is he hitting on? On, uh, on Jennifer, Jennifer. like, yeah. yeah, like what, what's, what's going on with this. But if you look at his face as it continues, like as the scene continues, he has this pained expression on his face. I uh, think he had to go to the bathroom and he was yeah. telling someone off camera that he had, he had to go pee pee.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Donald Trump has to do that same thing when he travels abroad.
1: <laughs> but have, yeah, have, that's have go pee pee. I, I think that's what was going on. I, yeah, I, I think like, that's what kid. it looks like to me. He's been labeled yeah. a deviant by the internet and he just had to
0: go to the bathroom because he'd been, he been standing in a goddamn fake train for nine hours. Right.
1: I gonna look this I think I really before. think that's what was happening. Um, because it does look really weird because the problem is that when he's looking what at what looks like Jennifer and he's doing the come hither thing and pointing at his dick, he has this sort of like cocky like lips pursed face yeah you want this yeah that's what he looks like but then immediately after that he gets this like pained look on his face and does this little dance that Mm -hmm. makes me think that he's he's actually telling someone uh that he needs to go to the bathroom and doesn't know how to control his his facial expressions he's a child and he's
0: probably wearing a super uncomfortable costume that's not the right size right i don't want to right. no disrespect to the costume department of back to the future part 3 so daniel evans played uh vern in back to the future part 3 and Ooh. uh the top thing when you google vern back to the future 3 is Lecherous child uh so it's uh, like it's an article about how he you know points to seemingly so um oh. he is only credited in two things Oh, Uh, Back to the Future Part Mm Three, as Vern Brown in 1990, and the very next year as Bob Bob in an episode of Erie Indiana. Erie Indiana, Erie Indiana, Erie. Well,
1: presumably, presumably, he actually has a speaking uh, role in Erie Indiana, right? Yeah. And what uh, about
0: uh, what about Jules? Oh, hold on, I'm still reading about (laughs) Daniel Evans. Uh, He's a huge fan of anime and comic books. He's in several old Pepsi commercials and he works in a century theater. The end. Uh, moving <laughs> on to. So he, wor- he works in a.
1: Th- so he's still acting, just not still, in
0: movies. He's still in the industry, is what we're trying to say.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, he works
0: at a century theater on Van Ice.
1: Uh, let's see. So Clara Clayton. So Todd. Oh my God. Jules' Jules's middle name is Eratothenes. Is that like a Jules Jules Eratothenes Brown?
0: That's sexy.
1: Yeah. Eritothenes. Does Vern have a middle name? Let me go look at this. Vern uh, Newton Brown. Vern Morningstar Newton. What? Yeah. Vern Newton Brown. Newton. Interesting. So, uh, um, so
0: Jules has a few more credits. Todd Robert Brown. Um,
1: to- Todd Cameron
0: Brown. Todd Cameron Brown. Uh, uh, prior to Back to the Future Part 3, he had... Uh, credits roles in family medical center the big five murphy brown as michael worth waiting oh. empty nest and then following back to the future part three the role of young robert in fire in the dark and he fire in the dark let's see if he is any fun facts about what his life has been up to no nope, no facts doesn't even say if <laughs> no he worked at a century theater uh, he ceased to exist sometime yeah. after this movie <laughs> they, they became lost in time Oh, right. That makes sense. That checks out. It's weird. It's even weirder that Todd stopped working after this because he had credits before. It's like this killed both of their
1: careers. Mm.
0: Do people not The people are, are Jules and Vern kind of like the uh like the Jay Well, Floyd? what normally
1: happens though with kid actors is that they reach that awkward age and then no one wants to hire them because they're not cute kids anymore. And then on the other side of the awkward phase they don't they've lost their interest in acting yeah that happens a lot mm-hmm. so that's probably what happened with um with uh Jules. Vern might have just been like i i hate it because i have to go to the bathroom and i can't go to the bathroom i had to point at my I, and, and of i'm an not anime. watching my
0: anime and i hate it i just want to watch my anime and work in a century theater
1: <laughs> yeah um oh man
0: just roasted on kids i just want to say again how much i love (laughs) Um, they're not kids anymore it's okay i I just want to say how much i love jennifer's pants uh oh yeah we've uh, we've talked about that a lot yeah yeah i just it it, it, it bears repeating and you know i'm just a big fan of just this moment i think i think i think uh you know the future is whatever you make of it so make it a good one is just like it's just simple, unpretentious, but wise message. That kind of, per- that, and I think all those adjectives can also be used for this
1: trilogy of movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I I completely agree. I oh, I man. really do like it. I mean, it's 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 the kind of thing where it is really cheesy, but it's like cheesy in like a way that makes your heart feel good. Yeah, you know? it, it's cheesy, and it's cheesy in a good way. Cheesy in a kind of yeah. way. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's cheesy in a way that sums up these three movies. I think. Yeah. Uh, like emotionally cheesy, not like bad cheesy, mm-hmm. not like, yeah. Know, Transformers cheesy. Right. It's good. Um, so I think that, uh, I think that about wraps up this minute. I don't have anything else.
0: Yeah. I'm ready to move on to Tuesday.
1: All right, let's do it. Uh, so if you guys want to talk about, uh, what well, we talked about in today's episode go check out the back to the future minute listener preservation society and uh we'll be we'll be i'm sure uh, there'll be a lot of posts this week as we're uh, wrapping up the show and uh yeah we'll be back tomorrow with minute uh 112
0: bye, bye guys, guys.